Welcome to the Punch and Preacher Podcast, where we are spiritual, sophisticated, and savage as... Yeah! This is a family-friendly podcast! Join us every Tuesday as we release new episodes of life, leadership, and living the faith. If you like the podcast and you want to subscribe, do that. Follow the link, like the video. If you want even more to be part of the Punch and Preacher Podcast community, go to punchandpreacherpodcast.com. Find the link, submit your email, and if you don't like the podcast, just let me know, and we'll schedule a meeting right here. Have a good day. Welcome to Punch and Preacher Podcast, episode number 10. Can you believe that? 10 episodes right now. Um, I really figured with uh, with my ADHD that this would get like three episodes in. I would forget to record them, upload them, and then off to the sunset we rode. But here we are. So let's celebrate this. And to celebrate this, let's let's hit a topic that I know is near and dear to a lot of us uh, watching this, especially some of the feedback that I get, uh, some of the stories I hear from you guys. But that is anxiety. What do we do with anxiety? So the year was 1985. <laughs> I'm that old, uh, if you can't tell from the white in the uh, the beard, which I noticed the other day that I have a little bit more of that. Not a fan. Um, but the year was 1985, and my mom decided to take me to, uh, I think it was KB Toys. I might be wrong on that one. She will tell me later. But uh, there was a toy store in the mall, and that toy store had He-Man characters who were live action He-Man characters in costumes coming to talk to us kids. So we get there, and the first one who comes out was Skeletor. Now, being a tough little five-year-old boy that I was, I was going to walk up to Skeletor and give him the what for, because he was going to come after my man, He-Man. And uh, He-Man is my buddy. He-Man is my pal. You ain't going to go getting He-Man. No grief and no crap. I'm tired of watching this on cartoons. So they got us ready to go, and they got like a line of people ready. I inched my way up to where Skeletor was going to be walking. I'm ready for him. And then I see him come out. And I I still to this day remember the fear <laughs> that I had when Skeletor walked out <laughs> to look at us kids. And I have a picture. I'm, I'm going to look for it. I'm going to try to post it. But uh, I have a picture of it when I looked at him. And I am not this tough, rugged little boy. I am a petrified, terrified human being. <laughs> I am facing my fears. I am filled with anxiety. All of the things are happening right now, right? It is not a good situation. Um, nearly 40 years later, <laughs> nearly, nearly 40 years later, not quite 40 years later, here I am still traumatized by that event. Um, you can call it fear. You can call it anxiety. You can call it timidity. Let's, let's face any of it, right? Anxiety comes in a variety of forms. It could be in the moment. There could be something that's happening right now that gives you anxiety. Some people wrestle with social anxiety. They don't like being around crowds or big open spaces. Uh, we could call that agoraphobia. We can call it social anxiety, whatever, right? It's, it's a thing and it's okay. Totally merited. Totally merited. It is understandable. Uh, there are some people who are petrified of a financial circumstance. There are some people who are terrified of health. There are some people who are terrified of a relational issue or whatever it might be, right? Anxiety comes in a lot of forms and it's okay. It can be long-term, short-term. There there are about a thousand different labels uh, to this. It's, it's rough. It's rugged. It is what it is, right? It is, in one hand, it's okay to know that we're confronting anxiety, but how do we deal with it? Now, with, with anxiety, one of the things that we have to understand is um, there's a remedy to this. And, and what is that remedy? 
Um, I don't know. <laughs> I'm joking. I want to share it with you. We are the Punch and Preacher podcast, so we're going to talk a little bit of scripture today. Now, I think it was either our last episode or the episode before that. We had talked about trusting the resume of God. Um, one of the things that I've really been working on myself lately, um, as I'm in a lot of uh, professional transition. I got a lot of announcements and stuff to roll out and all the fun stuff here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, some professional things I'm working behind the scenes. But um, in in that vein, one of the things I've really struggled with is just take God at his word. And this is hard, right? You would think that we're Bible-believing Christians or, or someone is, maybe I'm on the line with faith and I haven't quite made that decision yet, but I at least know there's like something out there or there's some type of spiritual thing and, and we can talk about the more specific, is this Jesus or not? Join our beach chats on Sunday morning. But for now, um, taking God at his word. It's, it's plain and simple. Do you or do you not take God at his word? So where am I going with this? Um, I remember one time before a test in Bible college, I think this is like 1998, 1999, no, it would have been 99. It would have been fall of, or spring of 1999. Um, I'm sitting here and I'm freaking out over tests because anxiety, test anxiety, right? I, I was crippled with it. And uh, someone passes this, uh, passes a note down to me, right? Before the world of texting, they said, uh, read 1 Peter 5, 7. Oh, read 1 Peter 5, 7? I want to take this stupid test. And I look down the hall, and they're like giving me this whole like thing to read this verse. So I'm like, whatever, I'll read this verse. 1 Peter 5, 7 says, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So I'm like, whatever. Okay. <laughs> I'll do it. Um, cast all your anxiety on him. Um, man, you could look at a variety of trans translations uh, on this, and it could be fears, it could be anxiety. It's going to come off differently. The, the Greek really does lean toward anxieties, uh, worries, concerns, however we would do that. But, but the word anxiety in English probably best captures this. So I'm getting ready for this episode, and uh, I wanted to take a deeper look at this first because it's been a while since I've done this, right? And I've got anxieties right now. I mean, there's a lot that I'm juggling, uh, a lot of professional stuff that, that I'm dealing with, and, and I have a lot of responsibilities ahead. It's it's a little bit cumbersome, to be honest. And uh, this verse is one that stands out to me. So being the good uh, Bible college seminarian uh Punch and preacher that I am, um, I sit down and I get out uh, the Greek and, and I have a Greek lexicon that I'll go through and look through stuff and look at the Greek translation, transliteration, the meanings and the verb tenses and all the fun stuff, right? And this is actually a very difficult verse to read this in Greek. It could translate in a variety of ways. Uh, I think this this verse captures it well. But here's what is interesting, right? The emphasis, if I'm reading this passage in Greek as opposed to English, the emphasis on Cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you. The emphasis of this verse is not anxiety. Like literally the Greek word for anxiety, it's, it's very challenging to kind of find. We got to dig for context on this to translate this right. The emphasis of this verse is not anxiety, but the casting, right? So a lot of us, uh, we... we we have similar interests and they might be faith, they might be fitness and gym work or whatever, but I would wager to believe that many of us listening to this have done some hard exercises in the gym. Some of the things that we do can be a little bit crazy. Um, if you're like me and you're into boxing or if you're into like MMA or jiu-jitsu or something else and you're training for that, I know we got a lot of guys on here uh, and a few gals probably who are into some of that world. 
Um, man, that's cool. But we've done some crazy workouts. Maybe you're not into that. Maybe you're like, hey, I just want to go to the gym and I want to, I want to work out, I want to lift weights, do whatever. I, I like to do the cross training or hit workouts or whatever. Maybe you're thinking, I am absolutely in no way, shape, or form a fitness person. <laughs> and this is my thing over here. Totally fine. But um, there are some times that there have been some workouts for me that I've got some crazy weight that I'm dealing with. Um, maybe it's a bench press or it's a squat or it's uh, literal chains that are on me. Uh, but sometimes it's these kettlebells. And I, I hate these stupid kettlebells. I always tell everybody I, I, I hate if we're in a situation and someone brings out kettlebells and says, hey, we're going to do this next. I will groan and grumble with the best of them because I do not like those stupid things. Um one particular workout, I had both chains over my shoulders and kettlebells. Not cool. Not a fan. Uh, things were said that I probably will not repeat on this family friendly podcast, right? So I throw all this stuff on and I'm carrying these stupid kettlebells uh, up and down this astroturf and I'm, I'm back and forth and back and forth and back and forth and whatever. When that workout was done and I could drop it, I'm watching out for my toes and someone else's toes around me. I'm dropping that stupid weight. Those of us who have who have been through that, who have worked out, who have done a hard workout, the second that we can take weight off of our shoulders, the moment that we take weight off of our shoulders, you feel amazing. Everything about your body feels great. There's there's a recovery process that we we go through. And um, I have a cat trying to get out the door right here, and he's making noise, and I don't like it, so I keep throwing things at him off camera. I'm sorry. Every time we drop the the weights off of our shoulders, the feeling of relief is literally one of the best feelings that you can have. There's there's parts of us who we still feel pain from the trauma of working out. Our muscles are fatigued. We are fatigued. Whatever is happening is happening right within our body. But listen, when you finish those workouts. It, it, there is nothing like it when you're done. And the urgency of, I have chains on my shoulders, I have weights in my arms or whatever else, and I'm done and I can drop it. Literally, when you're reading this Bible passage in Greek, it is not only the casting off, but you're bridging from the act of casting to casting it to the other person. So I want you to envision that you're in a workout, you're in a moment that is just utterly challenging, and someone else comes up and grabs your workout, does it for you, and gives you the credit to, to get it finished. That's what this verse is talking about. So here I am. I'm looking ahead at my next couple months, and they're daunting. Uh, some of the stuff that I've got ahead, they're, they're daunting. And anxiety can get a hold of me, right? So uh, a lot of money to fundraise, a lot of stuff to do. Um, there's there's just a lot to take care of with some of the things that I have to accomplish. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I, I feel it. I feel that anxiety coming on. It's eating at me. It's getting to me. The breathing gets a little panicked. The sleep gets a little bit less. Um, multiple trips to the boxing gym is not getting this thing worked out of my system. I got to deal with this. <clears throat> Take God at his word. So if you want to deal with anxiety, take God at his word. That's step number one. Cast your anxieties. Throw them. Literally throw them to him. If you've been working out before, there might be a time where you want to throw weight at somebody, right? Take this thing and with urgency, throw your anxiety on his shoulders, right? I want you to imagine, you remember the 90s, those of us who, who grew up as teenagers through the 90s, uh, they had those large gym shirts. 
literally throw your anxiety on the shoulders of Christ. Like throw your stuff on his shoulders. I promise you, God has big shoulders. He can handle it. You're good. But cast your anxieties on him with urgency. Take it, dump it, move on with it. Here's number two. There's another Bible verse that uh, to me, to me is controversial. I don't like this verse, uh, but it's scripture, so I have to deal with it, right? I'm not going to pick and choose and cherry pick, but it is in uh, 1 Timothy, I'm sorry, 2 Timothy 1, 7, and it is um, that we were not given a spirit of fear, for God did not give you a spirit of fear. Uh, the, the Greek would read this as a spirit of timidity, the same stuff. So we, we did not have a spirit of fear. Well, what the heck, man? I get afraid all the time. I get anxious all the time. I get a fear, fearful all the time. What's happening? Well, the basic answer to this question is that the fact that you feel fearful, the fact that you feel anxious, it's not that those feelings aren't real. They're real. <laughs> we all face this, right? Jesus himself before the cross sweat, anxiety, drops of blood, like it physically manifested in him. So these things are real. But what the Bible's teaching you is that's not from God. It's not denying that that doesn't exist. It's saying this isn't from God. So here's what I want you to understand. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you, which we'll, we'll touch on that. We'll end with that one. But here's this other verse and it's saying, listen, this isn't coming from God. What we have to understand is that when we're anxious, there's something more happening here. In this moment, there's something more happening in the midst of our anxiety. And I want you to understand this. You and I, we are spiritual people. So while we, we are here in physical bodies, we're created by God to live forever. We're going to have relationships in heaven forever. We're going to walk with God in heaven forever, right? We're made to live forever. So when this anxiety comes and it's crushing right now, this might not matter 10,000 years from now. However, it matters now. Like I'm dealing with this now. So I'm feeling this now. Yo, there is, we are at war. Faith sometimes literally is a battlefield, and there are things like spiritual warfare that do occur that are biblical, and it's a part of life. It is a spiritual reality. So I might be feeling anxious. Something is throwing this thought of you're not good enough. Well, here's here's Jesus saying, no, you're good enough. I got your back. But there's still these negative voices in our head pressuring us saying, no, 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 you're not good enough. You're not good enough for that. God's not going to come through for you on that. You can't trust this. And those voices are there. So when we feel that anxiety, this is like a barometer that we're here in this spiritual warfare type thing, right? This is where you and I, we're spiritual, we're sophisticated, and we're savage, right? We acknowledge that there is a spiritual reality happening right now, and it's giving me anxiety, but it might not be coming from God, that there's something else at work that is distracting my focus from what I want to do. I'm sophisticated, so I have to reason this out. There are some times with anxiety, we have to talk to ourselves. Have that inner dialogue moment. Talk through yourself, but in that conversation, take God at his word. In our inner dialogue, as we're processing anxiety, as we're wrestling with fear, as we're dealing with this, talk through, all right, what, what is this saying, right? Cast my anxieties, okay, okay, okay. All right, trust in the resume of God, all the things. We're, we're dealing with this, we have to recognize that, but we have to understand there is a spiritual warfare. The savagery of it is, I've got to buck up in faith and deal with this anxiety. And sometimes I can outthink it. Sometimes I can outmaneuver it. Sometimes I just got to stand toe to toe with whatever problem this is giving me anxiety. And I have to confront it. I have to have a plan for it. And I just got to work through it. Uh, if you're a coach of any sport, you're going to have strategy to deal with the confrontation ahead of whatever team or individual you're competing against. There requires strategy. You have to be savage in that. You have to be sophisticated in that. You and I were people of faith, so we're going to be spiritual through that. But we have to understand that 
there are just times that sometimes this anxiety, this fear that we wrestle with, there are voices in our head distracting us from that purpose of God. So let's dial back. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. So the emphasis on that verse is not anxiety. The emphasis on that verse is two things. Number one, the urgency of casting whatever anxiety is on your shoulders, there's urgency in casting it off. So take God at his word and throw it off. But understand also that while I'm taking God at his word, and I'm just, I'm going to find a way, I'm going to deal with this as if it doesn't exist. I'm going to stare at that wall that's in my way as if that wall's not there. Because if, if scripture says, if you have the faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move that mountain. Okay, I'm going to take God at his word and I'm going to have faith in mustard seed. I'm going to watch this thing fall. I'm going to deal with that anxiety. I don't know like it, but I'm going to, I'm going to trust God somehow. But that epicenter is that he cares for you, that he cares for you, that he literally cares for your problems. Cast your anxieties on him because he cares for you. So listen, here's what we have to understand about God. He is never too busy for you. He is never too far away. He is always right there. But there is an empathy that comes from God. There is this empathy that comes from the power of God that literally comes out like that. And what we're learning is he is always there. Not only does he know what you're dealing with, but he feels it, right? So for those of you who've trained any sport, anything, I don't care if it's band, checkers, choir, whatever. I've, I've done all the, not checkers, but I've, I've done the other stuff, right? If you're training for anything, if you're competing with anything, if you're preparing for anything and you have a coach who's teaching you, what to do. If that coach has been in your shoes, they get how you feel, right? They understand, oh yeah, no, you're going through this right now and it's hard. I remember when I was going through it and it was hard. You as the athlete, you as the student, you as the pupil, man, that hits different. It hits different, right? It, it, it hits you different when you're preparing and you're getting ready for it and all the things because you know you can resonate with this. So when you're having that anxiety, I want you to understand something. Not only can we cast our anxieties off of us because he cares for us, but literally Jesus feels your pain. So as I'm all hyped up and worked up with anxiety, Christ who's with you also feels that. What he's saying is, now listen, I get that this is overwhelming to you. I understand that it's hard. Give it to me because I feel your pain, but I can deal with this. If you can't, I can't. That's the great thing, right? It's it's literally you're walking up and you're hiking on a mountain and your backpack is too heavy and he's with you. He's saying, no, just, just give it to me. I got it. My, my, my yoke is easy. My burden is light. I got this. I can take this. I can put this on my shoulders and I can go. All right, cool. Uh, 1988, 89, I'm sure. Uh, again, I'll hear from my mom on that date. But uh, my family went out to New Mexico and we hiked on this this uh, mountain called Trucha's Peak. Absolutely love uh, that. It was like a core memory for me growing up. Uh, we got to watch Rams fighting. It was great. Um, yeah, so many great stories from that. But I remember I was I was little at the time, and I remember going through that. And I could not at, at a certain point I couldn't carry my stuff. 
and literally it was anxiety. Like I, I hear mom and dad talking about this happened on Truchers Peak and this bear jumps out at someone on Truchers Peak or this cougar and here's the, the pew pews that were taken with us out to take care of animals or wildlife or whatever. Here's the extreme winds and this, that, and the other. As a kid, I'm hearing this and I'm terrified. So my anxiety is getting to me. I don't know that the, the path we're going on is perfectly safe. I'm not processing that as a kid, right? And it was totally fine. There was like no incident. It was really cool. As a kid, though, I'm worked up. My anxiety's there. And I got my little backpack and I'm going up this hill. And, and that my dad's cousin and his family, we're all doing this together. And we're walking up and we camped in a few spots. It was great. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, but as I'm tr as I'm climbing up this, my anxiety is eating at me because I'm ready for a bear to jump out and try to eat me. I'm ready for a cougar to jump down on the trees and swoop me up or whatever, right? And uh, I'm so anxious that I can't carry my stuff. And uh, my dad or some of my cousins or, or you know some of the others who are there literally grabs my uh my backpack and just like it's nothing they just take it off and go and not only did he do that but then stops and talks to me and says hey this is what to expect you're gonna be okay we're almost there can you go just a little longer and i see all right you just made this easier for me you've been through this before i can go a little bit longer and i did we made it up to the top it was great um, absolutely great experience. Cast your anxieties off of you. Literally throw your anxieties off. This requires trust. Take God at his word. It requires trust. Take that anxiety as best you can. Wrestle with it and just throw it. Throw it onto the shoulders of Jesus. I promise you he can deal with it because he's enduring it with you. He's walking this path of life with you. That's the great thing about faith is you're not alone. He feels what you feel. That grief, that pain, that fear, the depression, all of it. Jesus feels that with you, right? Uh, the Bible literally talks about Jesus being this like great high priest who empathizes. It literally uses the word empathize with our pain that he gets it. So if he gets it, dude, I'm going to let you have it. That's where trust comes in. All the things. I'm going to let you have it. I'm going to understand that he, he not only gets my pain, he not only feels my pain, but he's he's been through this. So I want you to imagine that Jesus is literally taking your stuff and saying, listen, I know you're anxious. I know you're afraid. Can you go just a little bit further? Yeah. Can you go a little bit further with, with those bills that are terrifying you? All right, I'm going to take your word, God. I'm going to follow you a little bit further. The relationship that's just, it, it's tough right now. And, and life is tough and it's hitting you from all corners. Can you go just a little bit further? Give God just a little bit more room. Give someone else just a little bit more grace. And, and just, just just go a few more inches, just a few more feet with it, right? I, I'm terrified, terrified about a situation with my kids. I'm terrified about a situation at work. I'm terrified about filling the blank. Cast your anxieties on him. Understand that he, he gets it. Understand that he's been there. Follow him a little bit further. Cast it off. Understand that you're not alone and go just a little bit further. It's tough. Taking God and his word is tough. But we're going to get there together. Go a little bit further. I'll see you next week. Welcome to the Punch and Preacher podcast, where we are spiritual, sophisticated, and savage as... Yeah! This is a family-friendly podcast.
Join us every Tuesday as we release new episodes of Life, Leadership, and Living the Faith. If you like the podcast and you want to subscribe, do that. Follow the link, like the video. If you want even more to be part of the Punch and Preacher podcast community, go to punchandpreacherpodcast.com, find the link, submit your email. And if you don't like the podcast, just let me know, and we'll schedule a meeting right here. Have a good day.